Where mercy is shown, mercy is given. By Duane Dog Chapman with Laura Morton. Narrated by Alan Sklar. Copyright 2010 by Dog TBH Corporation. This unabridged audiobook is published by arrangement with Hyperion and was produced in the year 2010 by Tantor Media Incorporated, which holds the copyright thereto. Introduction July 17, 1971 It was an unusually hot day in Colorado. I tried to beat the heat by taking a ride on my Harley from Denver to Boulder. I roared along the interstate for 30 minutes as I rolled over the last ridge before the exit. The majestic foothills of the great Rocky Mountains came into sight. The flat irons are breathtaking, especially when the summer haze beats down on the jagged copper colored edges. Life was good. I was in the devil's disciples, had money in my pocket, and my chopped Harley was underneath me. When I pulled into town, my engine rumbled loudly as I slowly cruised along Broadway, Boulder's main strip. I couldn't help but notice people turning their heads to check me out. I stopped at the red light, placed my feet on the pavement to balance my machine, and then looked to my right. I recognized the guy on the bike next to me. It was Magic, a member of a rival gang, the Husky Hustlers. I was in no mood for trouble. It was too hot, and even though I never backed down from someone like magic, I didn't have the fight in me that day. At least that's what I was thinking when I opened my leather vest to show magic, my 45 auto. He saw the gun and looked me right in the eyes as if to say, yeah, so what? Magic was tough like that. When the light turned green, I took off, but not before pulling the hammer back on my 45. Blam! I shot him. I didn't feel a thing as I watched the bullet pierce his chest. It appeared to be moving in slow motion as I pulled away. I kept riding as Magic fell to the street, splattering his bike and brains all over the pavement. It was an unwritten rule in our gang that if you pulled a gun, you'd better use it. What's the point of shooting to wound? There is none. You had to aim to kill or be prepared to take a bullet for your own hesitation. I knew I'd killed him. I punched the throttle so that the sound of my engine would drown out the thoughts of prison racing through my head. Police cars sped past me as I made my way out of town. The last image of Boulder I recall that day was the spinning red lights of an ambulance in my rearview mirrors. I made my way back to Denver in less than 20 minutes. I was flying down the highway. I spent the entire ride figuring out what I would do, where I would hide, who I could tell and what I would say if I got pulled over. I wasn't worried about being popped. I'd been pulling off robberies for years and never got caught. I rolled hippies in Washington Park in Denver for their drugs and cash. I had battled and survived the infamous shootout on Mission Hill. After that incident, I had convinced myself I was invincible. And for a time, I was. Nothing could stop me or take me down, especially a dead biker hood from a rival gang. Who would give a damn about him anyway? At least that's what I kept telling myself all the way back to Denver. When I got home, I hid my bike in the neighbor's garage. I wanted to be careful not to give the cops a reason to come knocking on my door. If they showed up, I'd have to run. If I headed back to Phoenix, they'd probably find me there. 
I could go down to New Mexico or Texas. I've been thinking of getting out of the Devil's Disciples anyway. Maybe this was the right time. I had to think, clear my head. I took a couple of volumes and slammed an ice cold beer to help calm my nerves. My anxiety was growing with each passing minute. I jumped every time I heard a car outside, thinking it might be the cops. I was tired, mentally exhausted, so I lay down on my old worn couch. I kept my heavy black boots on just in case I had to run. It didn't take long for the volume to kick in, so I was out cold. It seemed like I had been sleeping for only a few minutes when I heard a loud pounding on the door. Open up, it's the police. We know you're in there. Come out with your hands in the air and no one will get hurt. I immediately jumped into action. I thought that if I got a running start out the door, I could make it over the hedges in the backyard. I checked for my wallet and a picture of my mom. I was making a run for it. I wasn't about to go down without a fight.